Jim Rowan, how you going? We're back again. It's the 2nd of May, 2021, on a overcast day. Um, and, oh, geez, there's a lot to get through. I don't know if I did this the right way. I guess we'll find out today because I've really been focused on the historical stuff lately and then last week was the um, strong catch-up because they uh, did something of significance for once and that means that I haven't talked about New Japan since the end of sorry like the current uh, New Japan in Japan since basically a month ago so I really shouldn't be uh, wasting time. I want to start back just quickly. The press conference that followed, uh, I want to say, oh geez, what was the last one? Uh, Osprey and when Osprey beat Ibushi. So that was Sakura Genesis. Um, there was a press conference following that that wasn't covered on my Sakura Genesis episode. So, um, and Osprey talked at length and it was actually um, kind of interesting. I mean, they, they announced all the matches that are coming up, but we'll get to those obviously. So let's not worry about that for now. Um, yeah, these are all the dates. And confirmation of matches coming up. Um, all right, look, I've, I've got it all down here, but uh, I'll just try and get the best bits of it. He says he's in the same position as his hero, AJ. Sorry, so this is Will Ospreay speaking after his world championship victory uh, over Ibushi. He says, uh, lightning strikes twice. I am in the same position as my hero AJ Styles, except I'm going to do more than he ever did. Um, he wants to hit six different points. The first is uh, all regarding if he's going to separate the world championship into the heavyweight and intercontinental titles again. He's like, no, time to move on. That legacy's gone and he doesn't care about it. Um, it's the championship that makes the man. Uh, or the, and the man that makes a championship and he plans to make this championship the most important championship in the world and then in terms of what the United Empire stand for it was built on trust, loyalty to what they love um, and that's New Japan funnily enough um, and they're the four hardest working people in the company um, he Wants to form a strong relationship with stardom. Uh, the British Heavyweight Championship, he says on the third point, that he can't go back to England to defend it. So, uh, but he's happy to defend it here in Japan. Um, and actually offers the idea of renaming the RPW British Heavyweight Championship to the IWGP British Heavyweight Championship. Uh, he says he's the first foreigner to win the World Heavyweight Championship. 
Um, he's the first British heavyweight and or world heavyweight champion. Um, he's the best British wrestler of all time. Uh, but he would like to face another British wrestler that calls himself the best, Drew McIntyre. So he, if you could ever, if they could work out the visas, he says he'd love a IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match against, well, well you know, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion versus WWE Champion. Um, is Drew still a champion now? I, that doesn't matter. And no, Lashley is right. Yeah, that was a thing. Um, but back then, Drew was champion. So this is the 5th of April. Uh, that's how much ground I've got to make up. Uh, oh, and he mentioned CM Punk. He says he'd like to face... Uh, Will Ospreay would like to face CM Punk. So um, he offers him a shot. And then... When he saw Shingo come in and make his challenge, he thought, get out of here. I've beaten you twice. He wants Okada. But um, he'll make a point of defeating Shingo first. And the championship's everything he ever dreamed of is his final point. And he thinks this is a responsibility of his to raise it up, make it the top title. Um, he tells... Shingo and Okada to get healthy. He doesn't want any excuses. He wants to beat them both fairly and prove he's the best. Yeah, that's about it. So I certainly didn't... I've, I actually found a write-up of that promo because I'm sure that would have taken like half an hour for him to say all of that stuff. And um, I, I simply don't have the patience to suffer through a Will Ospreay promo for that long. So um, those are the main points from it. Not at the press conference, but on the same day, John Moxley called out Yuji Nagata uh, on Twitter for his uh, kind of you know calling out a challenger for the IWGP US title, and later on that would become official as a match on AEW Dynamite coming up in May. So Nagata will be on TNT for the first time since WCW Nitro when he was on. Well, I imagine that's the first time he's been on TNT. I don't know if he's in the background of some Japanese documentary or something. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Now, let's get to it. The Don Taku tour. Uh, I suppose the main themes to that went into this tour, the the main feuds and whatnot, number one for sure is Los Ingobernables de Japón versus the United Empire. Um, they've both got four active members at this time, of course, with Hiromu out injured. And so they, they face off a bunch of times, four on four. Um, of course, the entire tour, Dontaku, culminates with Shingo Takagi versus Will Ospreay for the World Heavyweight Championship. So that's the main uh, feud. But you've also got uh, Naito Ibushi. Sorry. No, Naito Khan. That's a weird one to get him mixed up with. And uh, there's another singles match that happens. Hinare and Sonata. But um, yeah, so that's the main feud throughout this tour. LIJ versus United Empire. There's also um, the 
junior situation, Chaos versus Suzuki-gun, uh, more specifically, Sho and Yo uh, for the tag titles with Despi and Kanemaru, and of course Yo against Despi for the singles junior title. Um, and then what I would consider a, a mid-card feud, the tag champions from Bullet Club, the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamratonga, Tangaloa versus Suzuki-gun's Dangerous Techers, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. So they're not just going for the tag titles. And in fact, the tag titles aren't on the line during this tour, I uh, believe. It's just the Iron Fingers and... Um, yeah, well, the, the stipulations for their matches kind of come about during the tour, but that's a prominent feud throughout. Uh, and then we've got a couple other... I mean, we've got the trios titles on the line um, halfway through this tour. Chaos, of course, defending those. Um, they're up against Bullet Club. And then there's also Yano versus Evil for the King of Pro Wrestling uh, trophy. Uh, which is mid-card at best. Well, I guess, actually, you can't say that because it ends up being second from the top on a card, but, you know, whatever. Whatever you think of that. The only prominent feud missing here is uh, Tanahashi versus White for the open weight title because um, Jay doesn't appear on this tour at all uh, until the actual Dontaku... Uh, until the actual title match. So the build is kind of just between Tanahashi and Gato, sort of, but Tanahashi sort of just plugs himself in wherever he needs to fit during the tour uh, because his idea is that, you know, Jay's been poking at his belly and saying he's unfit, so he needs to uh, he needs his warm-up matches to get in shape and be ready for Jay White and defend his title. Um, of course, he's still not wearing that title around his waist because he thinks he needs to earn it first. Um, so I would imagine a win over Jay White, certainly that seems to me a, a good way to earn it. That'd be a big win for Tanahashi at this point in his career. So uh, that's the outline of things to come um, in terms of who's... I guess just to cover the first half of the tour, Suzuki's back. That's probably the most prominent return. Um, and as I said, White's not here. Ibushi is not on this tour. Okada's not on this tour. They've all got well-deserved breaks. Uh, Ibushi's got that foot injury or ankle injury. Okada's got that bad back at the moment. So hopefully they uh, are able to sufficiently heal up over the time they've got off. But... That'll bring us to the first road to Dontaku Show, Yokohama Budokan. It was on the 10th of April. It opened with, and please forgive me, but I mean, I'm going to have to just kind of breeze by the matches that don't matter too much here. We had Gabriel Kidd and Yoda Suji. Kidd gets stuck in the crab and taps out. Afterwards, Kidd says he's been wrestling seven years longer than Suji, so he's disappointed with this performance, but um, he had some plans that he was going to reveal after this match, but now given the loss, maybe tomorrow is a better time to do it. Suji says he's only been wrestling for three years, he's still a young lion, um, 
He kind of considers that too long, though, of course. He's quite frustrated. He says one day he'll make Yokohama proud. Next up, Despi, Kanemaru, and Suzuki take on Uemura, Sho and Yo. Uh, Despi shows his dominance coming out here to his music rather than Suzuki's music. So they uh, all walk out to his saucy salsa theme. Uh, they all attack Yo, kind of at every opportunity, just going after that knee. And Yuomura takes his chance at Suzuki, but he ends up tapping to another crab, this time a single leg. Boston crab. Uh, and then promo, Yo says his, he always knew his knee was going to be in danger, but that won't stop him. These warm-ups are to organize their tactics. Sho was upset with the Don the Dontaku card announcements because it focuses on his team rather than his singles aspirations. He appreciates that Yo is back, but he's kind of aggravated by this. Suzuki has energy to spare, he says. Suzuki says. And he will train Yuomura in the ring with whatever he can get away with. And then, you know, he's saying this with his Suzuki smile, so obviously he means he's just going to beat the crap out of him. Uh, Kanemaru says that Sho and Yo do not have champion qualities. They are all flash. And he thinks Sho's actually regressed. Despi doesn't think uh, he doesn't think that Yo has what it takes. Next up, Taichi, Zack Sabre Jr., Doki versus Jado, Tangaloa, and Tamatonga. This is basically we're just going to see this match over and over throughout the whole tour. Um, so in this one, the referee doesn't notice Jado casually smacking Doki with his kendo stick in the ring as soon as the bell rings. Uh, they keep Doki in the ring to beat him up a while. There's a hot tag tag to Zack. He goes at Loa, Taiji goes at Tama, uh, his neck and then everyone else's. All three Suzuki Gon men grab holds on their opponents and while they all submit, the win technically goes to Taiji over Jado. And Doki takes his chance to attack Jado afterwards with his pipe. So the promo after this one, Loa tells Zack that he has to win a singles match to get a title match. Tama says that he will hang Taichi from the ladder and take the iron fingers. Jado is unhappy with the last move of Doki's. Using that pipe, he finally proposes a singles match between he and Doki and asks for a change to the upcoming cards. So that's been coming. Doki's been asking that since last year, I think. Zack, when speaking, compares the ladder match to 90s Nitro. Taichi says... Jado is brave to bite him. <laughs> Didn't catch the biting. He has had two ladder matches before, Taichi says he has, and is ready for Tama. He tells the chairman to stick his stick to his word that if he wins that match, he gets the fingers back. Tama's about to take the... Uh, oh, he, Taichi says of Tama that he's about to take a long drop and he won't survive it. Those champions are worthless, and everyone agrees that they're dull. Doki chimes in that he's still up for a one-on-one with Jado. He says that he's... Oh, here you go. He's been asking for it since December. And he will go right for Jado and convince New Japan to make the match. Now we have the build to the trio's title. Yoshi, Ishii, Goto, Yano, and Tanahashi versus Kenta, Yujiro, Ishimori, Evil, and Gato. I wrote way too much about this. It's an it's an elimination match. 
Um, Yano has his hood ready for evil, but he's not ready for evil's attack. Uh, everyone gets the chaos drum. Um, Gato is there as Jay's representative. He taps to the cloverleaf or the JTO or the GTO, I guess. Gato tap out. So he's the first eliminated. Then Togo does a terrible yet effective job of pulling Tanahashi down to eliminate him on the outside uh, over the top rope. And then he tries to eliminate Yano right in front of the referee, but Yano fights him off. Evil low blows Yano on the apron. They both drop down. Evil willingly eliminates himself to eliminate Yano. Ishii and Yano, sorry, Ishii and Yujiro are saved by their respective teams. Um, I'm just going to skip ahead here. This really didn't matter. And then he... Oh, hell, I'm just going to lose my place. So... They're saved. They're distracted with the help of the pimp cane. Yujiro takes out Ishii. Goto throws Yujiro, then throws out Yujiro, then gets pinned by Ishimori again. But Taiji's feet were on the ropes. The referee didn't see it. He tries the same on Yoshi, but gets bumped over the top rope, leaving only he and Kenta. Um, Yoshi, I feel like Yoshi's passing up clear opportunities to take back his staff if he really wanted it. But lucky for Kenta, he left it because when... Yoshi throws Kenta over the top rope. Kenta's feet land on the bow staff, so his feet technically haven't hit the ground. So Kenta returns and sends Yoshi for a tumble instead. So they win the match, and the Bullet Club attack Chaos after the match. Uh, promo, Yano's dragged to the back by Evil and Togo. They forcefully request their version of the King of Pro Wrestling match at Darkness match, whatever that is. Yano sticks to his idea, though, when they leave. Yujiro says the past doesn't matter. This tour is a new beginning and he's one up on Ishii. He's stronger than Ishii. Ishimori is unhappy with Yo that he skipped the line for the title. He says no one wants to see that match. Kenta kisses Bochan for saving him. He, and the Bochan, the, the, well, the, the Bo staff, calls Yoshi ugly, according to Kenta. Kenta says that Yoshi says hey too much. Um, okay, and the next one is another elimination match. Bushi, Sonata, Naito, and Shingo versus Cobb, Hanare, Khan, and Osprey. Um, but we finally get to see the idea of WGP World Heavyweight Championship belt around the waist of the holder, and it looks really good. I put a post up on Reddit about this. Um, do we agree the title looks... Are we, you know, coming around to this title now that it looks... Uh, you know, I kind of try to take some... Decent screenshots of Osprey with the title. And, um, well, it got a lot of reactions. People have still got strong opinions about it. Um, I think it's probably evened out a bit, though. More people do like it, but uh, plenty of people still don't, which is fine. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? I think, um, and I'm, I'm sure many of the people that are, uh, don't like it would probably agree with this. If the title went from it's it's kind of just the title that it came from that IWGP heavyweight championship between 2008 and 2021 um it's yeah really kind of hard to beat so i think if if that one never existed then people would take to this new title belt a lot easier but yeah, anyway, um, 
Is this the... Uh, this is the main event of the first one, so... Alright, we'll go through it. So, he's... um. Oh, yeah, and he wears this British tile around his neck, Osprey, which isn't... No, whatever. There you go. So, he's got world title around his waist, British title around his neck. And... They, uh, so the United Empire beat up Bushi for a long time. Once the match finally starts, they, he survives that. He tags in Shingo. Naito and Khan trade on the apron. Khan gets the better of it. He eliminates Naito with a, to the floor with a bicycle kick. Sonata punishes Khan's celebrations, though, by eliminating him shortly after. Then he eliminates Hanare, too, but also himself at the same time. Then Bushi takes the tour. So only Shingo remains against Cobb and Osprey. He tries to take on them both, but while that doesn't work, he does end up knocking Cobb out of the ring. So with Shingo and Osprey left, they have a fun sequence together, but the finish looked like a botch. Shingo trying to pop Will up on the apron, but um, Will just kind of tumbled straight over Shingo's shoulders to the outside. So not a pretty win, but a win nonetheless. Shingo picks up. Um, for his team and over Osprey specifically. So Shingo takes the mic. He says that finish was an important step. In Rio Goku, Osprey said Shingo first, next Okada, but there's no next for Osprey. Shingo says he will win in Fukuoka. Uh, Osprey keeps saying he's on another level, and Shingo agrees he's a level below. So backstage, Osprey is upset to lose uh, his first match as champion. It was also the first time the new entire United Empire fought, uh, and they lost straight away. Hanari is upset about today. He swears a bit um, and says he and Sonata are one-on-one now uh, in, in victories. Khan says it's easy to make... Naito lick his boots because he has been starving. He probably did the same to New Japan officials to get the singles match. Naito's desperate and everyone knows it. Don't forget to brush your teeth, Naito. This is Khan. And then Shingo comes in. He says that ending was tough, but it's payback for Sendai. Osprey should not look past him despite the way the New Japan Cup final went. He can't stand Okada either. He's angry that he got a main event without saying a word. Because, of course, Okada came out for that promo and just stood there. And when it was his time to speak, he just passed the mic to Osprey because Shingo stole it from him originally. Um, he's happy to have started the tour with a win. That's Shingo. Then Naito comes in. He reflects on his recent losses to Ibushi and then his loss to Khan. He's 0-3. Let's try again. 0-3 in singles matches this year. How lame, he says. Time to turn things around. It starts on April 26th in Hiroshima, his second home against Khan, who should just appreciate being involved. All right, that was the first Road 2 show on the 10th. The second was on the 13th in Corocoon Hall. Uh, this was a free show for anyone that wants to go back and watch it for some reason. Started with Suzuki Kanemaru and Desperado versus Yosho and Gabriel Kidd. And let's just skip to the finish here. Kanemaru shoves the referee and then low blow show before a roll up for the win. Kanemaru over show. Kid says after this one, none of his young lion trio is scared of Suzuki and he has a receipt waiting for him. Yo and, Yo and Show speak together this time. 
uh, well, side by side at least. Yo says his piece first and then leaves. Um, show compliments his opponents, but his opponents are the opposite of complimentary when they come back. Kanemaru suggests that Yo and Sho have fizzled out. Desperado adds that they're boring to fight. Doki's Aksaba Jr. Taichi versus Jado Tangaloa Tamatonga. Taichi goes straight for the choke. Tama chokes him back. Taichi resecures his choke, or the Greco Roman throat hold, as Kelly puts it. Um, but it's apeshit from lower on Doki that ends this match. Taichi's still choking Tama, though. And the post match brawl continues for an extended period of time. Uh, poor Yuamura cops some too. Backstage, Tama thinks these guys must feel like losers, but an ambush from Taichi and Zack interrupts that thought. Jado appears later um, and would prefer to go one-on-one with Miho Abe rather than Doki. Yeah, he said in a real seedy way too. Uh, evil Ishimori Yujiro Kenta versus Honma Goto Yoshi and Ishii. Uh, Honma kicks out of Darkness Falls, but he can't escape the Scorpion Deathlock, so that's the way this one finishes for Evil with the win. The, there's a brawl that breaks out after this match too. Afterwards, Honma says he thinks Evil is rotten and uninteresting, but he's still as strong as ever. Ishii suggests again that Bullet Club swap Yujiro out for a better chance of victory. Yoshi says... Uh, Kenta's time with the Bow Staff is running out and he will defend his title. Yujiro and Kenta don't say much. The Bow Staff says Yoshi's ugly. <laughs> Ishimori points out that he has now pinned Goto twice. Of course, the trio's challenges are Yujiro, Kenta, and Ishimori. Versus the champions, Yoshi, Goto, and Ishii. In case you're not keeping up. Next match was Gato and Toga versus Tanahashi and Yo- Yano. Tanahashi and Yano. Everyone gets low blows, of course, in this one. Toga gets a hood put over his head. And, but then the lights go out, and there's some flashes. I don't know if that was... I guess that was the ringside photographers, and that might give away that evil's in there. You can kind of see him through the flashes while the, the lights are out. He hits the STO, then... Presumably drags Togo on top, so when the lights return, Togo picks up the victory. Gato chokes Tanahashi outside the ring. Evil puts Yano over Yano's, sorry, the hood over Yano's head and gives him a stomping. So afterwards, Yano's inconsolable with the hood still over his head. Tanahashi watches him frantically moan his way through the press area, then says for himself that his fitness is his focus. Evil says Yano will not escape the darkness, no matter what stipulation is chosen. Main event on this one, Bushi, Sonata, Naito, Shingo versus Hanare, Cobb, Okan, and Osprey. Like I said, they kind of... These guys face each other as teams quite a bit. Hanare goes pretty hard after Sonata in this one. Um, Shingo and Osprey are not afraid of revealing too much before their match either. That was fun to watch, their sequences. But uh, Bushi takes a tour of the islands, which Cobb was a bit off balance for, so he moved around the ring a bit while he had Bushi up for it, which uh, probably not too much trouble for him, but he finished the dork either way. Afterwards, Osprey says he he does not see any United Empire shirts. Hold on. What? 
Okay, this is what I've got here. Osprey does not see any United Empire shirts, probably because... Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> this is what happened. So Osprey's saying that he didn't see any United Empire shirts. Probably because they suck is my commentary on that. But I was... Now I'm just reading it back from, you know, I wrote this nearly a month ago. So, well, you know, a few weeks ago. So I'm like, did Osprey say that? But no, that's my comment on it. Because they do suck. They're crap shirts. Anyway, Osprey says, in Fukuoka, he will remain champion and the Empire will prove they're on another level. He passes the mic to Okan and, oh, of course, this is in the ring. Uh, and the crowd applaud the opportunity to understand what's going on. And Khan kind of cuts his own promo a similar message but in his own words so backstage Shingo thought he heard Osprey with that throw off the apron but he will fly the flag last uh, in on the last elimination match he's referring to of course but he will fly the flag for his fellow over the hill wrestlers which must have been a comment Osprey made Naito talks about Khan's fancy diet apparently Khan posts his restaurant receipts on Twitter kind of being a baller Hanari put some bass in his voice talking about the streets of rage, but I'm willing to give him some leeway because I loved that game as a kid. It was it was a forbidden game for me, actually, because I didn't um well, I didn't have access to it on the consoles that I had. I guess it was it a Nintendo game? Or maybe I just didn't wasn't allowed to buy it or just didn't have the funds to buy it, but I just remember only playing it at friends' houses. But that's the name of his finish, of course. Streets of Rage for uh, Hanare, that kind of DVD move. Um, Osprey can't hate Shingo for having the same passion for pro wrestling he has, but he's willing to die for what he believes in. If he's willing to die, he's willing to kill, and slaying the dragon is necessary. Not bad from Osprey. Khan finishes off the show with some pretty impolite things to say about everyone, but let's move along. The 15th. Road to Dontaku and Korokuan Hall again. Sho, Yo, Honma versus Despi, Kanemaru and Suzuki. It's an odd scene seeing uh, Yo and Sho pull at Suzuki's limbs, rendering completely vulnerable for a Kokeshi. But um, Honma cops, cops the receipt with a leg lock, which he submits to. Afterwards, Honma, he wants... Res- I mean, it, re- does it, it doesn't really even matter what Honma says, right? He's not a part of this tour. Uh, but he actually, it's funny though. He says he'll drink vinegar to recover. So all the best with that, Homer. Yo and Sho appear together again. Yo is still confident in his journey. Sho is coming from a different perspective, which is a bit more negative. Well, not negative, just like grounded and realistic while Sho's on cloud nine. Uh, Despi and Nobu maintain that kind of the same energy as always are accepting that they did enough for the win. Okay, now we have the Taiji Zack Doki versus Tama Loa and Jado match, and they all choke each other some more. Um, it's a gun stun on Doki that ends the match this time. Um, so, but Doki did pretty well on Loa. It was just kind of a gun stun out of nowhere from Tama, of course, and also, of course, Bullet Club attack after the bell. Taiji afterwards says he wants to drop Tama from the top of the ladder. He calls them a mediocre team. They're motivated to beat them individually and will take the tag titles later. Tama 
says, well, he talks up that their championship success. Jado wants Miho again. That's about it. Tanahashi, Yano, Goto, Ishii, and Yoshi versus Evil, Kenta, Yujiro, Ishimori, and Gado. Did I miss someone there? Tanahashi, Yano, Goto, Ishii, Yoshi. Gato grabs the brass knucks, but a sling blade disarms him. Um, Yoshi locks in the butterfly lock on Gato, but then that's when the lights go out. Evil appears in the ring with Yoshi, the victim of the garot. Yano low blows Evil, puts a hood over his head. Yoshi avoids Kenta's bow staff attack and helps Goto take out Togo before the butterfly lock gets, gets put back in and he wins with it. That's different. Never seems to win with the butterfly lock. And then he picks up his bow staff and tells Kenta to get lost. But And Kenta tries to grab it, but he can't reach. Instead, he just waits for Yoshi to walk back through the curtain. And then he attacks him and reclaims the staff. So Kenta's still got it. Ishimori says backstage he's excited to face Goto despite the size advantage or disadvantage for him. He says victory will provide hope to smaller men everywhere and there will be no excuses for him. Ishii says, well, he's still suggesting Yujiro should be substituted out, even for Dick Togo, he reckons is better. Goto accepts Ishimori's success over him but asks if he will continue to rely on cheats and tricks because Goto will be fighting fair and square. Yano's scared. Yoshi is hurt. Tanahashi wonders why his upcoming opponent isn't around. He misses him. He tries an he tried an ace runner during this match. Um as opposed to a blade runner. I guess he uh, must have tried that on Gato. He says he's gonna keep this title so he can hide his gut, having a laugh at himself. Then we had Naito and Bushi versus Okan and Jeff Cobb. Khan stands in the ring with his hands behind his back. Naito stands at the stage with his hands behind his back. Marty Asami tries to make Naito move toward the ring, but he just wants to stand there and mock Khan. So when Naito eventually does make the move, he makes Suji pull out the stairs for him, which he does. Kelly keeps calling Khan's green hair extension a leash. And it's a leash that Naito is fond of pulling on. Bushi takes the tour after Naito has been knocked out of the ring. So that's the victory there for Cobb. Khan stares at Naito through the ropes, teasing the or teasing his plat toward him. Naito looking rather vulnerable in comparison. But he leaves alone while the Empire celebrate and while he tries to appear confident and in control. It's pretty clear who's on top of this rivalry. Khan really kind of... Making Naito look second best here. So Naito backstage addresses Khan's couple, last couple of promos. He thinks he's pretty strange. He's not bothered by Khan's disrespect in the past or disrespecting of Naito's own past. He's proud of where he came from. He would happily show Khan around his hometown. But Khan thinks Naito is jealous of what he can afford. He declares himself in charge of public relations when it comes to the United Empire. And he will take out... Or he'll take Naito out for a meal well, after the victory, but as a young lion. And he should, sh- he should shave his head first, uh, Naito, before becoming a young lion. Okay, so we've got Shingo Takagi. This was the main event. And Sonata versus Will Ospreay and Aaron Hanare. Hanare once again goes for Sonata aggressively. He makes it clear that his 
This is a competition amongst peers. He's not below Sonata. But still, Sonata manages to catch him in the skull end, and then he feeds him to Shingo for Last of the Dragon, so Hanare takes the pinfall. Shingo compliments Hanare's rage as the real deal, but it's not enough to beat him. He says Osprey has defeated him but before, but now Shingo's back is against the ropes, and he considers there to not be a future beyond another loss for him almost suggesting either win or retire, but he didn't go that far. Backstage, Hanare thinks Takagi saved Sonata, and he won't be there when they square square off one-on-one, Hanare and Sonata, that is. Osprey points out that he always wins one-on-one over Shingo, and not to take too much from this match. Shingo wants what he says to be translated to Osprey. Another level, he asks... That is not for Osprey to decide himself. Osprey has his weaknesses, he is immature and inexperienced, and Shingo will expose those weaknesses in Fukuoka. Next one, 18th. Karakun Hall. Yo, Sho, Honma, Despi, Kanemaru, Suzuki. So this one ends with Kanemaru hitting Yo with deep impact, but he kicks out of the pin, and then after a super kick. Yo pins Kanemaru with a bridge after an O'Connor roll. <laughs> O'Connor roll. Uh, and so Despy says they're awfully excited to have... They're awfully excited to have one. They are... Oh, to win one. Because like he's saying they were really excited to win this match. They're supposed to be champions. Why are they so surprised that they won? And Nobu tells them to pull themselves together. Despy wants Yo to show him what he that he wants the title match. He wants him to fire up. And then Yo thinks that he, or he hopes that he has uh, fired the challenges to the tag titles up in Despi and Nobu. He plans to pin Despi next. Sho accepts that they, uh, Suzuki and might be the cooler team and he's jealous of that, but he will explode in their upcoming battles to keep the titles. And, uh, Honma bravely mocks Suzuki. He says he's ready for the next one. Taiji, Zack Sabre Jr., Doki versus, yeah, you know, Bullet Club guys. Zack taps Jado with an armbar. Um, Tam is tapping to an abdominal stretch by Taiji. I think he pulls it. He calls that something else, but whatever. And um, Loa just says the same thing. He needs to beat. Zack needs to beat him in a singles match to get a title shot. Tamas says that they're a better team in every way. Jado says his kendo stick is custom made and Doki's scrap metal is what he should stick to, not touch his stick. Taichi drags the referee to a back to the back, accusing him of taking bribes. And then Zack is looking forward to welcoming who he calls Silver Bollocks to his world in a singles match. Taichi says they will surpass God's records, as in G.O.D.'s records, I should say. Doki thinks Jado's scared. Okay. Tanahashi, Yano, Goto, Ishii, Yano. Sorry. No, just one Yano. Ishii and Yoshi versus Evil, Kento, Yujiro, Ishimori, and Gato. So this one ends. Uh, Tanahashi attempts a Blade Runner on Gato, or a um, Ace Runner, as he called it. Uh, but Evil makes the save, and it's a GYW that ends Gato's night instead with a pin from Goto. 
Yujiro promises to flip everything upside down. Kenta does some more talking with the staff. Darkness belongs to evil, which means Yano is already dead. That's what evil has to say. Ishimori says he will beat Goto again tomorrow. Ishii says Yujiro still hasn't made an impression. Yano says his match type was chosen, and he will make evil taste terror. Goto will make mincemeat out of Ishimori, is what he has to say. Goto. And Yoshi says he will beat down Kenta once and for all and get back what's his. And Tanahashi says his condition is improving day by day. He feels better than he has for years, and um, but there is still a bit of weakness in his knee. In the title match, he will never get tired. He will never mind, as in he will never get down, and he will never give up. Right. Um, all right, we're nearly at some matches of significance here. Shinko Takagi, Bushi versus Will Ospreay and Jeff Cobb. Before this match, uh, one of the ring crew gets in the way of the camera. He's kind of really vigorously cleaning the barricade in front of the Japanese commentators. It's Hiromu! They ask him to join the commentary team. Uh, have you forgotten who was even in this match? Takagi Bushi, Osprey versus Cobb. Uh, Chelsea Green and Stormbreaker on Bushi wins it. Shinko thinks Osprey gets better every time he faces him. But he is developing as well. There's no excuses from Shingo. Osprey loses... Oh, sorry. This is still Shingo. If Osprey loses, he will still be a former champion. But if Shingo loses, he has nothing. So it isn't as simple as eat or be eaten. Shingo says he's starving. He's got nothing to lose. Osprey says Shingo always comes up short in the big one and nothing is as big or as important to him as the world title. Cobb apologizes to Bougie for not giving him a tour of the islands. He tells him to get his passport ready for the next match. And then the main event of this one was Naito Sonata, Okan, and Hanare. Um, you would think these matches are of significance, but they really overdid them with just, you know, too many matches between them all. So look, the finish was Streets of Rage on Sonata, so Hanare beats him again. And that finish is significant, but just... You know, they're just they're, they're having matches together too much for us to care too much about what happens in between. Um, Khan once again introduces himself as United Empire's PR representative. Um, Naito says Khan should have gone sightseeing in his hometown. And he wonders where Khan's from. Is it Mongolia? He wants to know since Khan is making fun of his hometown. He says he should tell all his fans to wear his shirt at tomorrow's event so that Khan can prove his popularity. And then Hanare comes in, he points out that this is his first main event win in the company. Tonight was just a taste of what will happen to Sonata in Hiroshima. Khan enters and says Naito has to give up his leadership of LIJ if he loses to him. He will be a passenger for the rest of his career after experiencing such a fall from grace and he won't be allowed any hope. Moving on, still in Korokoin Hall, but on the 19th, Tanahashi Yano, Honma versus Gato Togo Evil. Evil tosses Yano under the ring at the first opportunity. Togo puts the, head, the hood on Yano, tries rolling him up, goes for the garrote next, but cops a low blow, and then Tanahashi hoods Togo, puts the hood on Togo, and then a low blow to Evil um, by Yano. And then on Togo as well, and he rolls up Togo, and then Yano wins. Ugh, who cares? Gato says 
Tanahashi cannot keep White from the Never title because it is not his error. Yano says he won because of his long arms, and he calls that sword style. Homo recalls facing Dick Togo over 20 years ago. He says, Togo's as strong as ever. Tanahashi does some reminiscing about Togo as well. He says he used to look up to him when he was a student. When Tanahashi was a student. Um, Bushi, Sonata, Naito, Shingo versus Cobb, Hanare, Khan and Osprey. Yes, that's right. Four and four again. United Empire attack as LIJ go for the fist bump before the match. The Berserker Bomb is what Hanare is now calling his spinning sit-out sidewalk slam kind of move, which is good. I like that move. Cobb is called, uh, he, well, he called the finish last night, and he he nails it. Two are on Bushi for the win. Khan berates Naito long after the match, but Naito just laughs it off. And afterwards, Naito says he heard Khan's promo, but he doesn't consider himself the leader of LIJ. He says Takagi is currently the leader because he's running the fastest. He has no issue with Khan's stipulation for him to relinquish the leadership, therefore. Um, He mentions that he didn't see a lot of Empire shirts out there, so maybe the PR man needs some help. And Takagi comes in and laments his poor performance last night. He saw Osprey say that he had flaws. He says that his flaws are fuel. For example... He has barely landed one drop kick over the last 17 years. This is Shingo talking. He still gives people hope and he will make his dream come true at Dontaku. Osprey says they dominated the match and they will dominate New Japan. And Hanare warns the young boys not to touch his glasses, his sunglasses. And then Khan comes in and rambles about, or he says, sorry, that Naito rambled on too long yesterday. And he lacks the confidence and education. Um... So he will continue to lose to the Empire. Here we go. Here's some matches. So we had the trios title um, coming up soon. So the, we've got singles titles, sorry, singles matches between the kind of rivals within those uh, teams. First up was Tomohiro Ishii versus Yujiro Takahashi. And of course, Ishii has completely dismissed Yujiro as a joke for this entire feud. So Yujiro runs at him like he's got something to prove, or maybe even just revenge for all the trash he's been talking. But um, there's no need to prove anything in a pure wrestling sense, I suppose, as far as Yujiro is concerned, because he's happy to use all his old tricks. He hits him with the cane, he's biting at Ishii's fingers. They trade some of their bigger moves, but no one buys any of the near falls. Um, Yujiro escapes the brain buster, then soon after hits his DDT that, uh, well, Ishii hits, hurts his shoulder in it. So Yutra goes for Miami Shine, uh, lands that one for another two count. Uh, Ishii counters the Pimp Juice, which is his kind of his DDT to a kneeling opponent. Um, Ishii counters that with strikes and then hits the Brain Buster for the win. That was pretty average, especially for an Ishii match. Um, afterwards, Yujiro considers that a worthy warm-up for the title match, but Ishii says that he knew it. They should have subbed in Togo. Next, they had Goto versus Ishimori. Goto shows his... He shows early that his power is superior, but Ishimori is displaying his pace and agility. And stick and move is kind of the... Or it should be the game plan for Ishimori, as per Kelly, 
Um, Ishimaru takes the match outside the ring. He begins to target Goto's left shoulder and arm. He tries to hold Goto out there as long as he can before scrambling back in the ring just before the count ends, making use of his pace, but Goto makes the count, makes it in before the count. Ishimori continues to work the left arm, but the momentum shifts back and forth between them. Goto takes the advantage with some stiff kicks and lariats and then goes for the GTR, only to be countered into a backslide that wins the match for Ishimori, and Goto is astonished and upset. He says backstage he's messed up again, and he's so disappointed he wishes he could disappear. Ishimori says no excuses this time for Goto. No Bochan, no interference. He never thought of himself at a disadvantage due to his height. He says that uh, Goto and his team should just cut his losses, cut their losses and just hand over the titles tomorrow. The main event was Yoshihashi versus Kenta. Kenta keeps avoiding Yoshi by exiting the ring, but um, Yoshi chases him and is actually successful. Usually that doesn't work. Kenta takes back the advantage while outside the ring, slamming Yoshi into the barricades and DDTing him on the floor. Yoshi comes, makes his comeback in the ring, but Kenta takes back over, wears on Yoshi, Yoshi with a, an SDF, but Yoshi hangs in there. Kenta goes, they, they go back and forth with strikes. There's a Kumigarashi that earns Yoshi a two count. Kenta hits another DDT and makes the cover, leaping into the referee when Yoshi kicks out. So the referee's down. And Kenta grabs the bow staff. Yoshi dodges it and takes it back, but then the referee gets back up and takes it from Yoshi. Kenta ramps into both of them from behind, takes his staff back, and cracks Yoshi in the head with it. And then he retrieves the referee, wakes him up to make the count, but the pin he counts is one from Yoshi. Right. Because he tried like a roll-up or something. I'm just trying to figure that out there. Being too tricky in my wording. Kenta reverses a karma attempt, lands some stiff palm strikes, and then the Bosaiku knee. That doesn't end the match, but the following go-to sleep does. Kenta wins and takes the mic and calls after Ishii. As Ishii helps Yoshi from the ring, he says it'll be the same result tomorrow. He tells the audience he wants to introduce them to his girlfriend. So he has Suji go fetch the bow staff. He tells them to clap for her. He couldn't imagine being here, making out with a stick when his career started 21 years ago, but he loves Bo-Chan. He loves being an entertainer, and um, he will leave Yoshi ugly and empty-handed. Okay, so the first half of this tour is over with this next match. On the 20th, it's still in Korakuen Hall. Um, still the same opener, Yosho Honma versus Despi, Kanemaru and Suzuki. This time Kanemaru reverses the shock arrow into a cradle and wins via pinfall. Honma thought the arm breaker would work today, but he's done with this tour and he'll come back better for the next one. Sho apologizes to Yo for the loss. Yo says they are really putting the pressure on him and he will go from the low point of his career to the highest point. Um... But he accepted Sho's apology. Sho says this loss is not just bad luck. It shows his challenges are worthy. Uh, Kanemaru says he doesn't have much more to say about the champions. Despi thinks that they stole the 3K move from the Mono City machine guns and they should focus on themselves. Um, and another match we're used to, Taichi Zak Doki versus Tama Tangaloa and Jado. This one ends with an apeshit on Zak. From Tangaloa. 
pretty big win from Faloa there. So Jado keeps whacking Doki afterwards with the kendo stick. Tanga takes the mic and says, once again, Zach needs to win. Oh, actually, no, he didn't just say that he needs to win a singles match. This time he says he needs to win fair and square. And if he doesn't win, that they should never challenge the gorillas again. Taichi tries to attack them, but they give him a magic killer. And uh, backstage, basically, Loa just had the same message. The next match was Tanahashi and Yano versus Evil and Gato. Togo makes a distraction of himself, and Gato tries to use his brass knuckles on Tanahashi, but when that doesn't work, Evil low blows him, and then he low blows Yano as well. Gato uses the brass knucks on Tanahashi at that point, but the match is called off. The referee saw it. Bullet Club's disqualified. So Yano, sorry, Evil picks up the King of Pro Wrestling trophy and spray paints it black. And Yano's helped to his feet as the Bullet Club leave and he realizes what happened and he's sobbing uncontrollably as he holds Yano, he holds his darkened trophy. And backstage, he's still hysterically crying. He asks what they've done to his baby. <laughs> Tanashi is a little more composed. He says that He'll make sure not to let his guard down. Gato asks if Tanahashi is getting it. Jay doesn't need to be here. He will beat him down every night. And Evil says that this is just a preview of Yano's fate and that Yano's already dead. We had the 4-on-4 LIJ versus Empire match again. Naito wears a jumper out to the ring. And then he reveals underneath it he's got Okan's shirt. Um, Okan's got his back intentionally turned to Naito um, it's funny because Khan doesn't really react to Naito wearing his shirt but Shingo's really not happy about it anyway Bushi takes the fall to Khan after an eliminator in this one and then afterwards Shingo tells the United Empire not to get carried away LIJ will take back over with wins before the tour is through. He says it is true that he has come up short in the past when it counted, but third time's the charm. Naito hasn't seen any fans wearing Okan's shirt, and he feels bad for him, so he decided to wear one of his shirts himself. He mocks Khan's words about his education um, and his level of ability. Osprey says that he isn't worried about the slow merch sales. They have only been together for six months, and Khan's got to beat Naito, and that'll boost things. He says Shingo's a nerd for wearing dragon makeup. And then Hanare says that they have won every night. He will offer... Oh, sorry. That he will win over Sonata. He offers his glasses to the fans for $500. Uh, Khan calls Naito a moron. He only cares about t-shirt sales and isn't addressing his losses, which is seven straight defeats to the United Empire. Hiroshima will be filled with LIJ shirts and it will be a great stage for United Empire's victory. Okay, so nearly an hour in and we've got to the first title match. The Never Openweight Six-Man Tag Team Championship, Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii and Hiroki Goto defend against Taiji Ishimori, Yujiro Takahashi and Kenta. Bullet Club take off their corners pad. The, the, the pad in their corner, and they try to keep the Chaos Boys in it. Yoshi goes close to Kama on Kenta. Kenta grabs the staff and tries to hit Goto, but Ishii pushes Goto out of the way and takes the blow himself, like diving in front of a bullet. 
Yoshi takes the staff and knocks down Ishimori and Yujiro uh, soon after that. And then Kenta as well. Um, Ishimori trades... So yeah, Yoshi, Yoshi takes out everyone. Ishimori tries the same finish from last night with the black backslide counter to the GTR, but Goto kicks out of it. And a GTR is successful later in ending the match and keeping the titles on Chaos. Kenta tries to keep the bow staff, but Yoshi plucks it away from him and reclaims it. Goto takes the mic first. He celebrates the bow being back. He's happy to have defended the titles, and he says pro wrestling will help Japan persevere in these trying times. Backstage, Ishimori says that now he's the one that wants to disappear, but he won't slow down. He will chase not only the junior titles, but even more heavyweight matches as well. Kenta says Bo-chan was becoming possessive and he was getting sick of her anyway. Yoshi confronts Kenta backstage with the staff. Kenta was probably going to win any war of words, so Ishii makes it physical, smart. And then with them gone, Yoshi says that the staff's bent and Kenta should pay to repair it. Goto doesn't consider the Bo staff to be a real issue. He says what's important is that they defended the titles, but Yoshi... I think that's also the first time Yoshi used the bow staff as a weapon. Um, at least, I don't know. It, they, they made it seem that way anyway, so... He used it as a weapon, he took it back, and he retained the titles, so... Comprehensive victory over Kenta. So that's the first half of the tour. If I just jump back up here, there's some ins and outs... Um, just as a general overview here. So, out is still White and Okada, but um, Ibushi returns later in the tour. Uh, as mentioned by himself, Honma is leaving um, uh, the tour. He, he's not around for the second half. Goto, Yoshi, and Ishii are done with this tour. Uh, so is Kenta. Coming in, Tiger Mask, Master Wato, Ryusuke Taguchi, Hiroyoshi Tenzan, and as mentioned, Ibushi toward the end. But um, the second half of this tour is much more eventful, so if you've stuck around this long, you may as well listen to the rest of this stuff. It starts on the 26th in Hiroshima Sun Plaza Hall. Doesn't change too much to start with. Suzuki Kanemaru and Desperado take on Tiger Mask, Show and Yo. And Show's bad luck continues. He's getting worked over by Suzuki, and then he gets thrown into Tiger Mask by Kanemaru. And that sets up Kanemaru's pin over Tiger Mask to take the win. So afterwards, Show's annoyed at himself again, but. Yo is forgiving, and that doesn't stop Sho from going on a long impassioned rant about how he will definitely recover and win it when it counts. Um, but Despy wonders if they have brains or if they're just there for their looks. They really dragged Tiger Mask down today, he reckons. Then we have Taichi, Zack, Doki versus Tama, Tangaloa, and Jado again. Taichi forces a tap from Jado. But the referee is focused on Tama bringing a ladder into the ring. He gets the gorillas disqualified by hitting Taichi with it. And then Zack attacks uh, Tama. 
but he runs into an apeshit from Loa. So Tama pins Taichi's neck under the ladder's bottom rung. Loba takes the mic again and promises victories for them both. Jado and Doki give each other a few... Oh, sorry, Jado gives Doki a few more slaps with the kendo stick. And then afterwards, Jado says he's going to shove a stick up Doki's ass. Evil, Yujiro, Togo, Gato, and Ishimori versus Tanahashi, Yano, Tenzan, Taguchi, and Wato. Um, so this one's just a joke. Yano, Evil, Goto, um, sorry, not Goto. Yano, Evil, Togo, and Gato just go on a big low blow spree. Um, Evil ends up winning out. Yano being pinned by Togo. Um, gee, what a way to set up a co-main event. Tanahashi's counting down the days to his title defense. Wado's still focused on working toward the title. Tenzan still uh, backs up Wado. He says he's got a lot left to reveal. He points out Wado beating Despi during the best of Super Juniors, and he thinks um, Tenzan thinks that Wado deserves a title shot for that. Um, Evil says that Yano cannot escape the darkness and that Yano's already dead. Just the same promo every time. Man, Evil's killing himself. I mean, it's not like he was a good promo before, but he was just kind of different. And he just says the same thing over, and he's having the same bad matches. Damn. Ishimori calls out Yo, who he calls Komatsu, for not being, or for being undeserving of a title shot. I guess, yeah, I don't know. Is Komatsu his full name? I don't know. Bushi and Takagi took on Jeff Cobb and Will Ospreay. Cobb's give, uh, Cobb gives Shingo the tour, but Bushi and Ospreay are legal. So Ospreay gives Bushi, I guess, at least the respect of a Chelsea grin and then the Stormbreaker before pinning him. Shingo says Cobb got him good today. He really wants to beat Ospreay before they meet in Fukuoka. Ospreay calls Shingo a nerd and a loser, and Cobb remembers everything Ibushi did to him. And looks forward to meeting him on his return. Kind of out of nowhere, but Cobb's calling out Ibushi. Then we move on to the singles match here. Aaron Hanare versus Sonata. Hanare attacks Sonata before the bell, despite going into this with a clear form advantage, having pinned Sonata several times in a short period. But he dumps Sonata outside, he sends him into each, or the guardrail on each side, and then fights off Sonata's early attempts at a comeback. He has a heel hook locked in for quite some time before Sonata reaches the ropes. There's a, a couple of drop kicks later and Sonata's still in it, but he remains... Uh, oh, yes, Sonata remains wary of Osprey, who's at ringside, but doesn't get involved, which is good. But uh, soon enough, Hanari's back on the attack and there's some stiff kicks. There's his Berserker Bomb for two. Sonata's makes a more sustained comeback next it follows that with a missing by missing a moonsault though he manages to still clamp on the skull end but Hanare counters into a strange neck crank of his own then Sonata fights Hanare off in the corner but there's a crossbody that follows and is rolled through and turned into a Samoan drop by Hanare he cracks Sonata with a kick then lines up the spit well it's not a spear is it it's a rugby tackle um I forget what he calls it, but um, a rampage. I think it's called rampage, the rugby tackle. That earns a two count. Sonata goes for the skull end again, but Hanare twists it over and has it in himself. He tries a suplex, but he's caught in the skull end again. 
And this time Sonara goes to the mat with the body lock on, but he lets it go once he's had it in long enough or he feels it was. So he goes up top for the moonsault, but Hanare's knees are there when he comes down. They go back and forth with forearm strikes. Hanare wins out. He goes for the streets of rage only for Sonata to flip out and hit a tiger suplex. But Hanari kicks out of that at, at one. He fires up. But unfortunately for him, that fire was uh, perhaps with some composure would have worked better for him because he runs straight into a TKO after that. And um, then the moonsault lands to Hanare's back. Sonata rolls him over, goes back up. It's a second moonsault, this time to the chest, wins the match, and not a typical Sonata match either. I actually enjoyed it. Um, sorry, Sonata fans. But yeah, this was a, a decent match. And um, afterwards, Hanari thinks he, he nearly had... Oh, excuse me. Don't tell me you got the hiccups. <clears throat> Let me have a sip of water. We've gotten this far. Okay, so Hanare thinks that he nearly had Sonata. But he says he points out that he's still 2-1 up in wins. Sonata recognizes how much Hanare has evolved, but he stepped too far too soon to Sonata. The main event, Great Okan versus Tetsuya Naito. The grappling to open up the show is technical and even a little shoot style in parts, but Naito then transitions into a plat puller neck crank, pulling on the green extension of Khan's. Forgot his name there for a second. Then he chokes Khan with his own hair as well. And Naito pulls him around with his green hair extension, with his stupid grin on his face. Really, He's really enjoying himself, Naito, as he goes about this. He keeps up the pressure with some more traditional offense after that. But um, he's still taking the time to make fun of Khan where he can. Khan gets a move in here and there, but he never really gets anything going. Um, Naito hits Esperanza, which I remember questioning what this was. I think it was on the last time I did, like it would have been on the Sakura Genesis podcast. And it's this weird kind of, he leaps off the middle rope um, or the middle turnbuckle to hit this kind of reverse DDT. Uh, anyway, so he hits that, and then he hits an ugly running Destino. That gets him a two-count over Khan, but now Khan finally comes to life over 20 minutes in. Uh, he hits a big kick. There's a weird chin lock that he does. He turns that into a TTD, though, for a two-count. He goes for the Eliminator, but it's a really neat counter by Naito into a Destino, or at least half a Destino, um, and that only keeps Khan back. Uh, keeps Khan down for two, so Naito finishes the job with the full wind-up Destino for the win, and a rather dominant win. Um, that was perhaps the first time Naito's looked like a real main eventer since the start of the year. So um, he closes out the show on the microphone. He's, Naito thanks the fans for the their attendance on a work night, does the roll call, and then backstage, Khan says it's humiliating to lose to someone he's mocked so much, but he's not ashamed of the performance. And then Naito says that he doesn't look down on what Khan does. He put up a hell of a fight and he did his PR at the same time, and Naito couldn't do that. Bit of sarcasm I'm uh, uh, sensing. 
He needed someone worthy to kickstart his revitalization, probably mis- revitalization in Spanish, whatever that is. Uh, and beating a nobody wouldn't have done it. I don't know if that was a really subtle hint at Suji, <laughs> but um, he's kind of complimenting Khan in a rather backhanded way. And um, the last time he was in Hiroshima, he said he would save the titles, the intercontinental title, of course, and he didn't. So from now on, what he says will be true. He will, Naito will head straight to the top and he will, people will remember that it started in Hiroshima. And then he remembers Khan said he would cut his beard and tail, well, his plait, if he lost. And he said he would wear young lion gear. So Naito looks forward to seeing that in Kagoshima. I didn't see him say that. I mean, I watched all the promos. Maybe it was lost in translation. Um, Or, I don't know, maybe it was addressed at a different time. Khan seems to like talking through the magazines because he thinks that's more... Uh, I don't know, more of a big shot move. But, um, yeah, apparently there was this bet on. I mean, it makes sense because, of course, Khan has for, for a while now been treating or talking about Naito like he's a young lion. But uh, that was the last Road to Dontaku show. We just had... Two more events called Wrestling Satsuma Ko sorry Sat Satsuma no Kuni Satsuma no Kuni in Kagoshima the Kagoshima Arena uh, and it's really just a continuation of the same tour but um, you know what perhaps less eventful let's roll through it I've actually done way better on this I thought this was going to take two hours we've done fine here. Oh, actually, what am I talking about? Less eventful. There's title matches on this show. Let's roll through it. Gabriel Kidd and Tiger Mask uh, against Yuomura and Suji. Uh, Suji gives Kidd the the swing, the big uh, swing around the around the ring, and then he transitions that into a Boston Crab for the victory. That Gabriel Kidd really doesn't hold back on tapping too. And um, Gabe asks, I guess this is what he was angling for previously when he said, well, I lost the match, so I won't bring it up. But he keeps losing, and I think this is his last match on the tour. So he says, um, look, he wants a Young Lions singles match to open up either the Yokohama Stadium show or the Tokyo Dome show. That's his, that's his request. Suji is frustrated at being the same age as the current World Heavyweight Champion, and Yuomura isn't satisfied with the win, so he won't hold back tomorrow. Once again, Taichi, Zack, Doki versus Tamatonga, Tangaloa, and Jado. This time the Tongans attack their opponents during their entrance on the ramp. So there's a long brawl before the match begins in the ring. Doki takes a magic killer, but they want Zack. Taichi interrupts with the ladder. They hit, or he hits both gorillas and then starts choking Tama with it. So Bullet Club win this by disqualification. Zack takes the mic and really stumbles over his words in insulting both his opponents. So he must be glad most of the audience didn't understand a word. But backstage, Taichi blames the gorillas for everything they had coming. Or everything they have coming. He wants to fight them as soon as possible. Zack agrees with this. He says they should just have their singles matches tomorrow. And Doki is struggling. (laughs) But he stays to add a word. Uh, The gorillas won't get away with this, he says. 
Then Yujiro Gato Ishimori versus Tanahashi Taguchi and Wacho. This time Gato taps to a clover leaf from Tanahashi. Ishimori thinks uh, after this one that it's shallow for Wado to claim a title shot on Despy for a win he had over him so long ago. First Yo, and now this guy's trying to skip the line? Become a threat before you run your mouth. This was one of Taiji's better promos, um, which isn't saying much, but I thought it was a good promo. That's saying more. Uh, Wato does his corny pose. Become master... Grandmaster, whatever. Anyway, Taguchi won't let anyone bite his butt. So he considers hiding a trap. <laughs> he considers hiding a trap in his butt. He's so ridiculous. Tanahashi has some special strength training, or he's done some special strength training recently, and he's just got one week left to do some toning up, but he is happy with his progress. Although he's upset with the news that he sees on TV, he hopes that people can find something that they are grateful for. Once again, is it the last time that LIJ face... I think it is, you know. LIJ versus... Oh, who knows, actually. This feud might continue forever. Bushi, Sonata, Naito, Shinga versus Kobanari, Khan, and Osprey. And Khan has not cut his hair. And he flaunts this on stage that he hasn't... Uh, succumb to any of the apparent obligations of his loss so uh, anyway Shingo and Osprey have a sequence when they counter each other like five times in 15 or five times each in 15 seconds uh, during this month and then Bushi he gets some decent offense in on Cobb but it counts for nothing because Cobb whenever he decides to just picks him up and slams him down and pins him so that's the end of that one. There's a lot of... They had a lot to say after this one, though. So stop acting so cocky, Osprey, says Shingo. Tomorrow, Shingo's going to be focused on him. Because Sonata and Naito have passed him the baton, and he will lose his, lo he will lose his worth as a man if he doesn't get it done. That's Shingo. Naito says that he, he's t taken a lot of damage, and it's his throat that's hurting the most. And it's due to the air conditioning in his hotel room. It made him sound real raspy on the mic in Hiroshima. Oh, but on the topic of Khan, he noticed that he doesn't he didn't follow through with his haircut. So Naito looks forward to pulling on it every day. He recognizes the lack of success that LIJ have had in these eight-man tags, and he does want to turn that around for the sake of Takagi's momentum toward his title match and to give Kagoshima an LIJ win. Cobb comes in he's just thinking about Ibushi's return Khan says he will address his um well his, his reaction to the conditions of his loss that'll be addressed in the wrestling magazines but the war's not over they're just one and one he and Naito Hanari comes in and believes he's proved that he can hang with the best he looks forward to the match against Tanahashi and Ibushi tomorrow he'll show them how far he's come and then finally Osprey comes in and rambles for a while um, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's, it's not too bad, actually. He's a decent cocky bastard, but nothing of real significance was said. Bringing us to the King of Pro Wrestling 2021 Provisional Trophy. Evil challenges the provisional holder, um, Yano. Because if you don't recall, you don't... 
win the trophy until the end of the year. Whoever's whoever's the holder of the trophy at the end of the year becomes the that year's champion. So um, this one, this match, I mean, there's hoods, the black hoods that go over one's head. There's one of those on each ring post. But other than that, I I didn't really know what the rules were going into this. And then later on, I went back and listened to the English commentary, and Kevin didn't know either. So, yeah. Not that it particularly mattered. I mean, still a terrible match. Yano uses uh, one of the hoods very early and successfully. He nearly pins Yano. And then Evil uses the hood on Yano and nearly hits everything as Evil. And then he hits Yano with a chair and tapes him to the barricade outside. So the and the, the the hood is over Yano's head, and the referee's counting him out. And um, Suji and Gabe, well, they release Yano, but not before Yano managed to buck the hood off his head at about the eighteen count, and that stopped the count. So I'm guessing from that it meant that, however this match was to be decided, the loser would have to have the hood on at the time. So if he's getting pinned, the, the person getting pinned needs the hood on. And even if you're getting counted out, if you're getting counted out, you need the hood on. So um, anyway, yeah, Gabe and Suji freed Yano after that because... Well, ugh, I was going to say, well, should they really? But I guess Evil shouldn't have really done that in the first place. No real reason for that not to be a disqualification. But... Well, I guess you could argue Evil didn't have a hood on his head, so the referee couldn't disqualify him. But now we're getting really silly. Anyway, um, Togo, of course, gets involved in this match as well. So uh, it devolves pretty quickly into them just all low-blowing each other. Um, So he gets a low blow and Togo does, and he retreats to the back and turns the lights out. And when they return, about 20 seconds later, Evil has... Yano in the hood, and he's choking him with the garrote, which he hides very poorly, but the referee doesn't do much about it. Uh, So there's some more low blows, and Togo, rubbish. Yano puts a hood on Evil, rolls him up for the win. Jeez, what a mess of a match. I mean, I think pretty much everyone didn't like this match. I did see some people that did like it, and I will defend it in this sense. It's not a match that would be easy to do without the crowd involvement. Like, it's supposed to be silly. It's supposed to be funny. It's like doing a stand... It's like doing stand-up comedy without... With the audience, you know, not able to laugh. It's kind of a part of it. You kind of need the audience's participation in a match like this. So, um, good on Yano for just plugging away at it anyway. But, um... I'm sure he doesn't like it either. It must be kind of brutal. Anyway, um, after this one, Yano grabs the spray paint and he paints the trophy gold again. And he's still doing that backstage. He proclaims the trophy shinier than ever. And that we move on to the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. Yoshinobu, Kanemaru, and El Desperado uh, versus the champion Sho and Yo. They go after Yo's knee hard and early, uh, of course, as they have been the whole tour, really. And I didn't actually notice Yo's much bigger than I remember, particularly in the arms. I think he's really. 
I guess, you know, if you've had knee surgery and you can't really walk around too much, you may as well be pumping some iron up top. So I think that's what he's been doing. He's looking good. But um, he gets put in some real trouble with the numero dos uh, until Sho finally makes a save. Kanemaru survives a deep armbar from Sho, but he makes it to the ropes. And then together, Sho and Yo hit the 3K on Kanemaru, but Despi breaks that up. Kanemaru makes... Uh, or he tries a similar reversal to the shock arrow that was successful uh, in a previous match. But Sho manages to hit the cross-arm pile driver instead. There's a shock arrow combined with a double foot stomp that is called uh, the strong X. The double foot stomp coming off the top rope. That's Yo. Um, and they nail it on Kanemaru. So Sho uh, pins him and that's the win. I feel this review could have been longer. I mean, the match went close to 30 minutes. So... I'm sorry if this was lacking, but I seriously tried watching this match three or four times and I just couldn't get into it. Like, I just, I don't care at all. I like Desperado. And I think Yo and Sho have potential, but I'm just not interested in them yet. And I don't like tag matches that much. And I don't think that these titles mean anything. And I can't fake it. I hope I'll be more interested in the singles match. I'm pretty sure I would be. Um, Which is addressed, by the way, before... The champions leave the ring. Yo kind of going up to Desperado, the singles champ. Uh, as they always do. I mean, it's all pretty par for the course. But backstage, Sho thanks the fans. Yo thanks the fans. Yo would like these good vibes to continue. He's vibing, man. Yeah, it's not very interesting. Yo and Sho should get the shot. Oh, sorry. Yo says Sho should get the shot when he wins the singles title. And then he passes the mic back to Sho, who signs off by saying that they will increase the voltage. Ishimori, I think watching Ishimori's reaction to that would have been funny. That Oh, really? And now Sho skips ahead of me? What the hell? Not that Yo's going to win, if you want a quick prediction. Surely Despi wins, right? Why would they put the title on Yo? I mean, obviously they've got a little kind of rivalry going on here between Yo and Sho but um, they can still they can slow build that slow burn that for a while yet plus that I don't think that really needs the title involved Yo and you know Yo can be unsuccessful and then Sho's like alright well you couldn't get it done and now I have to have my try and maybe he focuses on that too much and they lose the tag titles as a result and Yo's like what the hell man we're a team and Sho's like well you know what this matters more to me and maybe then Sho wins the title and then doesn't grant Yo a championship match because he's like no you should earn it like everyone else and Yo's like what the hell and he has to build his way up and then he gets his title match and then he wins it from Sho and is like hey take that sucker but I mean Jeez, all of that's off the top of my head. It sounds like it would take two years. So, no, nah, it wouldn't take that long. Anyway, I'm just saying, Yo doesn't really need the title, so I don't expect him to win it. But speaking of the champion, Despi says that, uh, well, he agrees with me, I suppose. He says that Yo is not worthy of my title. Um, Oh, right. So, okay. So that first stuff was all in the ring. So that's backstage, of course. Despy saying that. And then backstage, Yo and Sho, they uh, have their little championship celebration table with Zimas on there, but they they don't want to drink. So they 
how boring are these guys? So they just tap the unopened bottles and a quiet toast. And then they just, Yo says that the challenge is tough and strong. And Sho says they are thankful, but they're not satisfied. And can you blame me for thinking these guys are boring? Like, geez. Again, potential, yes. But charisma, no. Not yet. Not here. Not in this way. Certainly not in the mic. Goodness. No, you know what? Charisma, I don't need to understand what they're saying either. Charisma transcends that. Desperado has charisma. You can tell. He exudes it. These guys are just... I mean, it's fine. I'm not... It's not a bad thing that they just kind of act like wrestlers rather than trying to be something that they're not. I'm just saying that they need to find a little something somewhere that makes them worthy of being a leader of a division. That is my take. Anyway, so that's the end of the first night. The second night, the 29th, and the uh, second night of wrestling Satsuma no Kuni in Kagoshima Arena again. We had Yuwamura and Suji versus Bushi and Sonata. Bushi picking up a rare win, or at least rare recently. He wins with the uh, Terrible for the, the first time he's trying it, apparently, or maybe the first time he won with it, according to Kelly. So he Bushi pins Yuwamura with the Terrible. And I tell you what, that name fits because that's a terrible looking move. But apparently he named it after his pal from CMLL, so the um, El Terrible. And Bushi looks real proud of himself. So good for him. Backstage, Suji, Suji says the young lines will turn the tables one day and Yuomori just says he must become stronger. Tiger Mask, Yo and Sho took on Suzuki, Kanemaru and Desperado. Yeah, that's right. Again. They've already had their match. It's still the same match. So they come out to... I guess this must be Yo's new singles music because I don't recognize it. It's pretty unremarkable though. Uh, and the stuff between him and Despy's pretty good, I'll admit. Tiger ends up quitting to the numero dos, so that's a submission victory for Despy. But not without is- issue because Yo did some damage to Despy's back at some point during this match. He's selling that afterwards. Uh, Yo, sorry, no, actually, show starts this time. He says today was a fresh start. He rewatched the match from last night. He needs to make an apology to Zima for not tasting uh, their drink after the uh, victory, uh, you know, as part of maybe an obligation as a sponsor. But in his mind, he's not reached his goal yet. He will sip that sweet Zima when he completes his own battle. Yo looks forward to the next title match. He wants it to show what he's capable of. He asks Despy how that dragon felt. He says he doesn't muck around with that move, referring, I'm assuming, to the dragon suplex that he does. Despy and Kanemaru think Tiger Mask is better than both of these guys, and Yo is hollow like a movie prop, and there's nothing upstairs, is what Despy has to say about him. Uh, speaking of matches we've seen too many times, Taichi, Zack, Doki versus Tama, Tanga, and Jado. This time everyone brings out ladders and they duel with ladders on the ramp. The referee bravely gets between them when it makes it to the ring, but he's quickly knocked down and the ladder battle continues. Taichi stands on one and throws the other one down at Tama, but Tama manages to roll out of the way. The referee calls off the match as soon as he wakes up and the young lions try to get involved and try to break things up. But, you know, it's just a mess of a 
It's not even a match, it's just a big ladder brawl. Backstage, Doki says this isn't just between the tag teams, it's an all-out war. And Thomas says he won't miss in the ladder match. Evil, Togo, Yujiro and Ishimori took on Yano, Tenzan, Toguchi and Wato. Evil and Togo still using the hood on Yano, so we're not out of the woods on that. And same kind of match. They both get low blows. Yano rolls up Togo. There you go. Promo. Tai Chi, sorry, not Tai Chi, Tai Chi Ishimori was not inspired by Yo and Sho's tag defense. He says, they have grown as singles wrestlers, but not as a team. He thinks Yo needs to drop the cocky act and uh, that Ishimori, he says that he will crush Yo one of these days. He's getting better, I tell you what, Ishimori, with his promos. The last couple have been decent. And then Yano says that there is a dormant swordsman within him. He's talking about his arms again. Toguchi asks Evil if he has a horn or an antler growing out of his knee because he really stuck it up his ass. <laughs> Jeez. And then Wado is looking for he's looking forward to becoming the Grandmaster. Tenzan comes over, he tells him to stick to it. Um, and then he Tenzan congratulates Yano on his King of Pro Wrestling victory. He suggests maybe he might be the next challenger, but he'll have to think of a stipulation. We have a tag match. Naito and Takagi taking on Khan and Osprey. Khan has Shingo in trouble with the claw, but Naito distracts Khan and the tech turns attacking. Khan goes for the Eliminator on Shingo, but he escapes. He works together with Naito again ending with the Pumping Bomber, followed by Last of the Dragon. So, um, yeah, big uh, Takagi win over Khan. And then he goes nose-to-nose with Osprey, and Osprey tries a quick Stormbreaker on him, but Shingo counters that and hits Last of the Dragon on Osprey as well. So he, he picks up the world title, Shingo. He doesn't really raise it, though. He doesn't kind of, you know, celebrate like he's a champion. He just kind of picks it up, looks at it, and then slaps it across Will's chest. Because I always kind of thought, I mean, I know there's there's like an old thing of you shouldn't touch the title till you win it. Like that was almost like a um, superstition that some wrestlers had, that you shouldn't touch it before you win it. Um, so yeah, I kind of sometimes when guys do that, they, they're the challenger and they pick up the title and they raise it above their head. I Something, it rubs me the wrong way a bit. So um, I'm glad he didn't do it as a babyface. Backstage, Osprey, he's uh, he's pretty shaken up. He doesn't have much to say. He just kind of wails that you will not take this from me. And then he's helped out of the press area. Khan, kind of similarly, um, keeps it short. He's being helped. He says Naito and Takagi are up for execution. Shingo, though, he's in better spirits. He says he got them both today. He will give Osprey everything he has in the two matches that remain. Um, but, uh, which would include... So that's, yeah, they've got one more tag match on the Dontaku show, and then on the second Dontaku show is his match with Osprey for the title. But then Naito says he considers this a big win and possibly a kickstart for the group in turning things around. The main event was Jeff Cobb and Aaron Hanare versus Hiroshi Tanahashi and the returning former world heavyweight champion, Kota Ibushi. Tanahashi gives Hanare a disapproving look 
that would crush many a warrior as he makes his way to the corner to pose. And then Ibushi returns in his hometown to scattered applause. Um, of course, this is his first championship, uh, sorry, first appearance since losing the championship. And Ibushi insists on starting. And um, he and Cobb clash in the center. The, they go at it pretty rough. The whole, all the offense from the Empire is pretty rough. They're not afraid of taking it to these guys. Cobb drops Tana over his knee and then pretends that he's the guitar. Doing the air guitar routine with Tanahashi's body. But perhaps more insultingly is the god-awful ugly dragon screw that Hanare hits on Tanahashi later. Uh, and then he hits Rampage, his rugby tackle. That, much, that looks much better. He tries Streets of Rage, but Tanahashi counters with a sling blade. He tries to strike with a bushi, but that's not going to work. Cobb saves Hanare from the Kamagoye. Then Cobb comes in and lifts them both up. Hanare, sorry, lifts up both Tanahashi and Ibushi, but he's bitten off more than he can chew. They drop off the back and they knock him out of the ring, which um, allows Ibushi to hold Hanare for a high fly flow. And then Ibushi finishes him with the Kamagoye for the victory. So they stand in the ring afterwards. Ibushi takes the mic. He credits Cobb as a phenomenal, world-class athlete and calls him out for a one-on-one match before passing the mic to Cobb, who is sitting at ringside, um, kind of watching, but I'm sure probably didn't understand a word of that. So Red Shoes comes up and sort of gives him a quick explanation of what happens. Uh, and his response is a simple but resounding, fuck yeah. And then he leaves. So... Uh, they both got what they wanted. Ibushi takes the mic back. He asks Tanahashi to say something to his hometown. They like that idea. Tanahashi just gives his usual pro wrestling can help us through this kind of message. And then hands the mic back to Ibushi before ending with... Uh, this Ibushi signs off with, I'll never quit, I'll never lose, I'll never give up, and I'll never betray you. I'm surprised he's still doing this. I mean, loses out. He has lost. I'll never lose. Wrong. You have lost. You just lost. And um, I'll never quit and I'll never give up. I mean, I could give him the benefit of the doubt that there's a translation mix up there or, you know, it means something slightly different in Japanese but not in English. But otherwise, that's redundant. They mean the same thing. So I guess that must be up next. He's already lost. Giving up is next. So maybe he's going to tap out to someone soon and then that triggers his betrayal, the final one, where he betrays the fans, he shaves his head, he kills Suzuki, he takes over his faction. That'd be cool, but probably not. It's probably just a dumb catchphrase that he didn't think too much about. So backstage, Hanare calls out Tanahashi. He wants to take him on one-on-one. Uh, and he, he didn't imagine how the high-fly f- uh, flow would have felt. But uh, he's quite impressed, it seems. So that could be setting up Tanahashi's next defense if he's to get past uh, Jay White. And I think maybe my here's my th- you know what you want another prediction? Here we go. I think maybe that's what'll happen. I think Tanahashi will pull it out. Um, I don't know what's next for Jay White, but he really doesn't need the never title. I think maybe what's happening is similar to Okada being involved in the King of Pro Wrestling trophy that they're just kind of you know putting someone real in there to make sure that you know that this is a significant championship 
and um, kind of start a new era with it. Um, of course, if Tanashi wins, he's going to start wearing it around his t- around his waist. If you recall, some time ago, I did predict that they would um, bring out a new Never title. So, um, and hopefully, it's an IWGP title. Hopefully, it's just the IWGP Openweight Championship. I don't think they really need this second brand, especially because it's com- it's definitely lost all meaning from when it started. It was supposed to be like a a youth title. Or what was the Never Shows? I'm doing this on my historical stuff, if you're interested. We're kind of just getting up to this point soon. Oh, no. Well, actually, we're, we're looking at the stuff that's a precursor to the Never stuff. But um, look, anyway, I, I think it's uh, they, they, they're kind of entering a new era with it. They could do. And uh, Jay White putting Tanahashi over is a pretty good way to start things. And then, uh, yeah, perhaps Hanare's next, because that's the kind of guy that should be around for the openweight title. I don't necessarily think he should win it, but that's, you know, the level, that upper mid-card, but not too upper. You know, not top of the card. You kind of, you keep it at a certain level. Because if it was, if it's, you know, there's no point making it the Intercontinental title again and just making it, Look, in my opinion, it's, there's no point just, oh, really, you're you're not the guy, but you're the second guy. You could be challenging for world title, but you hold this title instead. Like, it just doesn't make sense. So, um, yeah, uh, I think that's... Um, I'd like to see a, a reign from Tanahashi go on for a while because he's still very, very capable of great matches. Anyway, back to these uh, comments. So Cobb's really fired up. He's glad he got the match. Uh, and then Tanahashi comes in, he says, Hanari feels really different, and he's happy to team up with Ibushi again, he's inspired by him, he teases that Golden Ace could be back and returning again, Ibushi says that his biggest weakness, the quality that he wishes he had, is to be as pure an athlete as the, like on an Olympic level, like Jeff Cobb, and then he wonders if the Olympics will happen, he thinks they will, and he wants pro wrestling to be on the same stage. He kind of just sits there and professes his love for pro wrestling for quite a while before asking if anyone had questions. So he gets a few. Um, He says he'd be lying if he said he was over the loss of the title, but he is fine physically. It's just not quite there mentally yet. The time off reminded him of how much pro wrestling means to him. Um, So that is that there. Um, Okay, this has gone on long enough, so I'm going to wrap it up. But... Just uh, in terms of a preview here, Dontaku, the first show, it'll have, um, I guess, in terms of significant matches, we've got Sho and Yo with Okada returning. They team up to take on Kanemaru, Desperado, and Suzuki. And I noticed um, that Okada faces Suzuki the next night as well. So, don't know what that... I mean, I guess that's probably just, you know... Someone he can beat that it doesn't really matter. I mean, it does matter. Like, it's still sort of considered a significant victory. It's not like Suzuki's second pin falls all the time. Um, but at the same time, it's not like it hurts Suzuki at all. So that'll give him a bit of a warm-up. And you know what? Also, Suzuki's not going to hurt him. He's he's pretty safe with Suzuki. He doesn't need to do too much uh, in those matches. So uh, they can keep it pretty mat-based, I suppose. Um, if Okada's still kind of 
wants to come back with um, you know a bit slower, not just go from zero to a hundred. So yeah, this is on the third of May, the first Dontaku show. There is another four on four LIJ versus United Empire match, but then there's the two singles matches, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tangaloa, with the added stipulation of if Zack loses, they can't challenge the Gorillas again. And the stipulation in the Taichi versus Tamatonga match, of course, is it's a ladder match. And it's for the Iron Fingers. Um, I guess they'll be suspended above the ring. And whoever wins, wins. No more stealing them. Whoever wins them, takes them. And then the main event, I am looking forward to. The Never Openweight Championship, Hiroshi Tanahashi defending against Jay White. That's the main event. Then on the fourth of May the next night at Dontaku Night 2. We've got the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match between Desperado and Yo, and the biggest one of all, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match, Will Ospreay's first defense against Shingo Takagi. So that is what is to come. I'll be back with another podcast about all of that when it happens. Thank you for sticking around for this long. If you have listening to this one, uh, a quick weather update. It began raining. Don't know if you can hear that, but a dreary day has become wet. Um, but that is it. Thank you for listening. Until next time, have a good one.